back. Believe builds bridges. Today, what we're going to talk about is deception. And it's funny because a lot of time in the faith, we don't have the realization that we've been deceived. Because deception, it's like a it's like a leak in the faucet. You do recognize that there's a drip there, but you can't imagine the amount of water until you look and see that the bucket is full from drips. I thank God that I got the opportunity to share this with my friends and my families and my viewers or listeners or however you want to say it. But deception is really deep. I mean, from the very conception in heaven, there was deception. And I couldn't understand it. Because I used to to hear people say that you are a product of your environment. So then I, I, I came to myself and said, Chris, think about this. Heaven is a beautiful place. Never been there, not, at least not yet. But it's a beautiful place. And how could Lucifer had these 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 conceptions of of being better than God and having jealousy and envy and competitive and everything for no reason. I'm going to tell the story. We're going to do a, pro- a couple podcasts. I'm going to get into this to great detail because what I'm saying is a lot. I might not be able to get it all in this one pat- podcast or two or three, but I'm definitely going to get it out. But if we go back to when we're looking in the Bible, Lucifer was envious of God. Well, the Bible says it was more vanity. How could your vanity get you caught up in what you did? But that's another form of deception. But even then, when he thought he was going to be greater than God, when he thought he was going to be in the North Mountains and he's going to be walking up and down over the Godhead, that was deception. And again, like I said before, how could this thought even come in a beautiful place and you be a product of your environment? So with his vanity, Satan, Lucifer, and how he thought and his lust, pay attention to that word lust. We're going to speak on that word in a lot greater details as the podcast goes on, but the lust brought him to the point where he manipulated the other angels, started a war in heaven, and Michael, Michael and the other archangels kicked him out. So when he gets kicked out of heaven, he goes to earth. God comes to earth. The seed was null and void. God, so awesome, the creator of everything. 
spoke light to earth. Earth came into existence. So after he created everything on earth, he gave man dominion and power over earth. He let Adam name all the animals. Then he recognized Adam was there by himself. So he put Adam to sleep, took his rib, created Eve. So now it's Adam and Eve. And then he told them, out of all the fruits, all the trees in this garden, just don't eat from this one here. This one is not the one you want to eat from. This one is the one where it'll give you eternal life and it's going to give you knowledge and all the things that you really don't need now. You see, deception is so bad because after God told Adam that, Satan came and deceived Eve. So Eve, that if you eat from this tree, you, you know, nothing's going to happen to you. Matter of fact, what's going to happen to you, you're going to be better than God. And you see the deception? Satan himself wanted to be greater than God. And that's what got him and the angels that followed him kicked out of heaven. And he came with the same deception and told Eve, and he told her, if you're going to be better than God, you're going to understand me. He always comes to make you question what God tells you. So he made Eve question. Eve in turn, she questioned Adam. In return, they ate it. And then mankind fell from grace. Like Satan fell from heaven to earth, man fell from grace. We fell from the part of having dominion and power. We fell from earth being like our heavenly realm. And it was all because of deception. So if you owe, if you look at any existence of all with mankind and God and Satan, deception was always a key factor in making things that was made good to things that turned out to be not so well. Heaven was a beautiful place. The Garden of Eden probably wasn't as beautiful as heaven, but at least for mankind, building God and his likeness and his image, it was a great start. But because of deception, man had to fall. Did God know? Of course he did. He knew everything before even the foundation of earth. Actually, God created, well, sin created time, but as far as God, there is no time. He's infinite. So with, with, with sin, because of deception, man actually started to have a, a time frame, a limit on what he can do. What his original creation, how he was made, he was like God. He'd live forever. 
no sickness, no working, no stress, no anything. And you see how God was. He said, you know what? He could have made it where it was bulletproof, where none of this could have happened. But God and his sovereignty always makes it where man has free will, a choice. So we were given the choice. But through deception is where we went the wrong route. But God so loved the world that he gave his begotten son. And whoever believed in him shall have eternal life. So with the fall that man had from the Garden of Eden, Jesus Christ, Christ is not his last name, he's the anointed one, made it possible for us to have a relationship with God. Also, where we can have that heaven and earth experience again from our original intention, creation. But here we go again with deception where outside of the word of God, we, we don't believe it's possible. We don't believe that healing is a part of the package of being a believer. You know, some believe it, but they don't believe it to the point of not compromising. Well, the doctor said I have cancer and I have six months to live, so let me get my things in order. Do I have anything against doctors? No, I have family members that are doctors. I don't have anything against doctors. But what I'm saying is that God has the final say. And if you get into his word, you get into that kingdom mindset, you will understand deception till its fullest. Nothing wrong with doctors. We need them to tell them what's going on. But what I'm saying is that if you can believe that by his stripes you're healed, if you can believe that he was wounded and bruised for our transgressions and he was innocent in everything that he did, then you would kind of understand the realm of deception and how it's used for mankind. You got to believe by his stripes you're healed. You got to believe that what he did on Calvary was so that we don't have to suffer. We don't have to go through what we go through. And I know some people outside of believers, outside of other people, are going to say, Chris, you know what? Uh, you're radical. Mm, you're a fanatic. Why I'm saying what I'm saying is because I had an experience. And if you believe his word and you keep saying it over and over and believing it, it will create results super, supernaturally. I was feeling cold in my hands. I was feeling cold in my feet. And uh, I didn't pay it any mind. And then I started getting, you know, short of breath. I started getting always tired all the time. And I, you know, I'd mention it to my wife and my family, but 
I really didn't pay any attention. So I just took some vitamins and said I'll take some supplements and I'll get better. And it, it, it didn't change anything. Until one day I woke up and I couldn't move. Like I could move like my, my head and my neck, but I didn't have any strength in my hands. I didn't have any strength in my feet. It, it started happening little by little. Like I told you about that drip in the faucet, little by little. So it got to the point where I could not walk on my own. If someone didn't help me or I didn't have a walker or push around a wheelchair, I could not move. I couldn't do anything. If I went to go to the bathroom, I would have to ask my wife and she'd have to help me and bring me to the bathroom for me to go to the bathroom. That's how bad it got. Went to a couple doctors. Nobody knows what happened. They're checking this. They're checking that. Nobody knows anything. Then we go to Emory and the doctors tell me that I have some form of autoimmune disease. And I also have something with my nerves. And the way how it looks is a chronic condition. And I will never, ever be a part of functioning society like I was before. And I almost believe that. Almost until I started to get around believers and people that was encouraging me and telling me that what his word says, not what the doctor says, what his word says. So then I started meditating on his word. See, we don't understand in, in, in our original creation how we were made that we could speak and talk things into existence. That's just how we were made. But because of the fall from grace, we kind of lost that, 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 that God side of us. We still have some of it, but we don't have all of it. That's why the Bible tells you that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. See, Christ is the part that makes it possible for us. And then when he died and rose on Calvary, he sent the Comforter, he sent the Holy Spirit. That's that superhuman in us, the supernatural in us. That's why it says, great is he that's in me that he's that's in the world. And believe it, we say these scriptures, but do we actually mean them? So when you get to the point that you can say scripture and mean it, and say it over and over and over and again until you believe it is when you actually start to get a part of the supernatural. Is it gonna happen overnight? No, because the way how we were taught because of our sinful nature, our sinful flesh, it took away the God in us. That's why you always hear the Bible keep talking about crucifying the flesh to walk in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you're walking with God. God becomes a part of your everyday reality. That's why it said you gotta worship me in spirit and in truth. But believer, we have to get to that point where we believe his word without compromise. We're not looking and saying, could this really happen? No, you're saying it with the expectation of it happening. Deception. Deception is so bad, Satan has the whole world believing that he doesn't even exist. When you look at the Bible, it says when God created everything, he realized that he created everything and it was good and he let it be in being. So that means anything 
good was made by God. Everything bad was made by Satan, the God of this world. Corinthians 2, 4, 4. It says the God of this world has, has scales over the unbeliever. So we can't even see or understand the truth or realize deception until you accept Christ. You want to hear the worst part? There's even deception in the faith. When I realized the deception in the faith, for me, I realized it and, and I couldn't believe it was with communion. I, I don't know about like which particular denomination started it, but they were making it seem, because it's deception, that if you sin or you did anything wrong, you couldn't take communion or else you would die. Huge deception. Oh, you did this, that, you did that. You, you, you can't take communion. Now, let me slow down a bit. One, communion is only for the believer. Two, our actions really don't determine our, our status only if it's making a confession to accept Jesus Christ because we're only righteous from Christ being in our existence, in our heart, in our souls, in our mind. Because outside of that, we're ratchet. We have a sinful nature. So the only way redemption or remission of sins is all of it is only through Christ. So if Christ is not a part of the equation, then we come up with zero. So how I understood communion was that if you did something wrong, if you were living wrong, you couldn't take communion. Now, first and foremost, if you're a born-again believer in born-again believer, born-again believer, that means you're changing away from your old sinful nature. The only way you can do it is through communion and praying and fasting and seeking God. So you need it. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Even for me, a part of my healing came when I was taking communion every single day. When they told me that I will no longer be a functional part of society, I started meditating on his word, praying and worshiping, and taking communion every day. And that's when the supernatural started to happen. That's when I could pick myself up in the walker. That's when I started to be able to walk with the walker. Then I started to forget the walker, walking with the cane, getting strength in my hands. I could not even open a soda. Someone had to open a soda for me. So what I'm telling you, to wrap this up, is that you have to believe God and his word to every existence. And if you do, supernatural things will happen. Belief builds bridges. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, all you have to do is make a confession saying, God, I'm a sinner. I'm looking for a Savior. Could you come into my heart? 
I believe, I believe, I believe that you died, rose on the third day, and sit on the right-hand side of the Father. If you can make that confession, biblically, you're saved. You have salvation. You have submitted and led Christ into your life. If you enjoyed what you heard, sharing is caring. Until next time, believe builds bridges. Shalom.